Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello, everyone. Hello, webinar viewers. Hello, Facebook. Today, I'm going to be talking about managing your time. This is Parenting Through the Coronavirus series number 32. And I was having a discussion with uh, a few colleagues earlier today, and we were talking about managing time for ourselves and our kids during this time, how our kids are managing their time, and I thought it might be an interesting topic for today, and especially because some of our new members in the Powerful Parenting for Today's group have also struggled with managing time. So I knew this was a helpful conversation to have. Different family members of mine have struggled to manage their time. First of all, let's talk about bedtimes. Everyone has shifted later. Everyone. All of us. Um, I am getting more sleep than I ever got before. I used to... I'm a night owl by nature, so I used to force myself to go to bed earlier than my body wanted to, but only because I had to get up early with the kids. And so I was getting maybe around six or six and a half hours of sleep per night, and now I'm getting seven to eight, and I feel awesome. I feel so well-rested. It's amazing. So somehow I have to make sure, I guess I have to go to bed even earlier once the kids go back to school, because... I, I want seven to eight hours of sleep. So that's something that's been very clear to me. My kids are all going to bed later and getting up later. So they're getting a decent amount of sleep, except the 17-year-old. He, we joke that he's turning into a vampire because he's regularly up until three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Sometimes he doesn't go to sleep until 10 the next morning. And he sleeps until lunchtime and I haven't pushed him on it. He has said to me, he has no motivation to get up in the morning right now. He doesn't have to go to school. He doesn't have to go to work. He only has one class because he's a senior and it's not live. He just has to turn his work in when it's due. And so he really has absolutely no reason to get up in the morning and he doesn't even like getting up in the morning. So I've given him total freedom to turn into a vampire. And when 
if his school goes back this school year and he goes back to having to get up early, he's just going to have to adjust. And once he is able to go back to work because he works in a restaurant, which is now um, on a skeleton staff, once he goes back to work and he has to go to work in the morning, he'll just have to adjust. But I kind of figure there's no other, theoretically, he may never have a time in life when his body has the freedom to go to sleep when it wants and wake up when it wants. Hi, Laura. So why not let him do it now? It'll be an adjustment for him once he has to get up early again, but this is kind of a beautiful opportunity for him. So he's getting kind of a somewhat of an opposite schedule to the rest of us. Uh, although we connect up at dinner time and sometimes after for a movie or a game or something like that. Um, so that's what I have to th say about schedule, uh, bedtimes. But I also want to say that each child is different. Hello, Nancy. I want to say that each child is different and some do better with a schedule, a more tight schedule. Some do well with a loose schedule. Some do well with no schedule. And I think you just have to know your child and what works best for them or experiment and see what works best for them if you don't yet know. And in terms of managing time, this can be a challenge for us, for all of us during this time, whether we're managing work or our kids are managing school or we're helping them to manage all of it. I know that my seventh grader, he has live Zoom calls every day of the week with his teachers and he has homework or schoolwork, whatever you call it now, and due dates and times when they're due. And he's had a bit of trouble remembering to turn things in. So his teachers make a due date with a time that it's due, say 5 p.m. Whereas when he was going to school each day, it was just due the next day or due when they got to class or due next week or whatever it was, but not a specific time. So as long as it was done before the day it was due, then he would just turn it in when he got there. He's had a couple of times where he has forgotten to turn it in because it was due at 5 or it was due at 12. And at 12.30, he said, oh, I didn't turn my stuff in. And so he's been marked off and lost points from his teachers for turning stuff in late. So we've had to kind of really readjust everything to help him. And we've had to try a couple of different iterations to help him to stay on track and to manage his time well. The first thing we tried didn't work so well. He still forgot and lost points. The second thing we tried didn't work so well. He still forgot and lost points. And this third iteration seems to be working. So uh, it's been maybe about a week and he has not forgotten. He has not turned in anything late. So I'm going to call that a win. But what we have him doing now is writing. He has a notepad next to him for each class. And at the end of each class, he's to write the subject and what the assignments are and what day and time they're due. And then at the end of each day, 
at the end of the class or 4 p.m. or something like that, he goes to my husband and he reviews each subject and what is due and when. And so this has worked pretty well the last week to keeping him on track. But we had initially, we had him coming to my husband at 4 p.m. each day to tell him what his homework was. But because he wasn't writing it down in a centralized place, he wasn't always remembering what was due. And so he would tell my husband he had three things due, but he actually had four things due. And then that fourth thing was forgotten about and all of this. So we've had to keep tweaking and adjusting. And so far, so good with this new iteration. Uh, My 15-year-old and my 17-year-old, they don't need the same kind of support system in place because so far they have not forgotten anything that's been due and they've turned in everything on time. So I think, again, it really comes back to knowing your child and knowing what works best for them. Some kids are have an easier time managing their own time and their schedules and their due dates. Some are naturally more organized, some are less Some are more forgetful, some are less. It just depends on your child. So it's really important to know your child. And in terms of managing your own time, I think this time of quarantine can be in some ways easier and in some ways harder. I know for me, uh, the days seem to go by really quickly. I get to three or four o'clock in the afternoon and I don't even know what happened to the day. It just, I was working and it just kind of slipped by me and it's half over, you know, almost over already. And I'm thinking, where did it go? What happened? So for my kind of job, because I did a lot of my work from home always, I do sessions with clients, sometimes in person, but sometimes over the phone or over Zoom. That hasn't changed too much, except I don't see anyone in person right now. And then I do webinars like this. And so that hasn't changed. And so a lot of my work is pretty much the same. Uh, It's just that everyone's home while I'm doing it. But some people's schedules are vastly different. Some people may have... Uh, gone to an office every day and now they're home and they're trying to manage how do they do their work from home while they have the kids at home and all the other things. That's a challenge. Uh, Some people who maybe own their own business and it was an in-person like retail kind of a thing are trying to figure out how to pivot and shift their products or services to an online format. So that is an interesting challenge for some people. And so I think what I would say in terms of managing time, especially during this quarantine, is you have to be gentle with yourself. It's very important to be compassionate with yourself and with your kids. This is a huge adjustment for everyone. This is an unprecedented time. We have lots of things that are weighing on us that we never had to think about before. Hand washing germ spreading, big, terrible virus out there. I know some people worried more about the flu than others, but this is a global pressure that is 
weighing down on all of us from many different angles, from health and safety to uh, schedules, managing time, school, work, finances. Finances are a pretty big uh, stressor right now for many people. So please be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with your kids. When you or your kids mess up, make a mistake, have an outburst, overreact, it's a great time to say, you know, let's just have a do-over there. That's not how I meant to say it, or I don't really think that's how you meant to speak to me. So can we just have a do-over? Let's just have a do-over. I think that's a great way to gently move through this very challenging time without holding our feet to the fire too much or our kids' feet to the fire. They're having a hard time adjusting just like we are. And so the, the, the more compassionate we can be to each other, the better. And the more we can work together, the better. If we can brainstorm ways to help each other. I was talking to a colleague this morning whose daughter was having trouble going to sleep. She's just laying in her bed wide awake at night at bedtime. And her mom realized, uh, yeah, the do-over thing for parents with the kids is so valuable. I mean, it's valuable anytime in parenting, but it's really valuable now because there are a lot of new stressors that we're all feeling. Hi, Khadija. Nice to see you. Hope you're well over there in Europe. Um, so this, this teenager was having trouble going to sleep at night. And her mom realized that it's because she's not getting enough exercise during the day. She's not moving to and from her classes at school. She's not doing her sports. She's just not doing enough exercise. And her daughter is kind of lacking in motivation. You know, she's just not inspired to do anything. And so when we talked it through, what we discovered for her daughter, well, I know about this app, which is called Woof Tracks, W-O-O-F-T-R-A-X. At least it's an app here in the U.S. I don't know if it's global, but it's a, a fitness tracker kind of a thing where when you go out and take a walk, you turn on this app and it counts... You know, it measures and counts how much time you've walked and you can pick a pet charity to donate money to. So I don't know how the financial structure of this app works. They probably do it through ad revenue or something, but you're walking for a cause or walking for pause. So when you go out and walk you're raising money to donate to a charity, a pet charity near you. It's a very cool thing. So anyway, when we talked about it and I told her about this app, she said her daughter loves animals and she thinks she might be very motivated by using this Wolf Tracks app. And so it's really just about brainstorming and trying to find ways to collaborate and share ideas with each other and try different things and see what works. You know, maybe this Wolf Tracks app will help her daughter have the inspiration and the motivation to get up and move her body and walk the dog 
and use her energy so that when the end of the night comes, she will be able to sleep more easily. And then look at all the different things that's helping to improve her exercise, the dog's getting exercise, she's raising money for needy pets. I mean, it's awesome. So grace, compassion, understanding, doing the do-over when we or our kids make mistakes or snap at each other, and finding ways to keep up our motivation and our energy, I think is really important. So those are some of the things that I wanted to share with you about managing time. I hope that that helps you, gives you some good ideas. And of course, if you want to comment in the video below on Facebook in the group, and if you want to email me, if you're tuning in from the webinar, I would love to talk to you further about it. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. See you here same time tomorrow. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.